is Markla Media. Hit it! Welcome to Gunshots Straight from the Hip. I'm your host, Mark Gunn. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and guests and not necessarily reflective of anyone or any entity associated with this broadcast. This episode brought to you by Before Your First Gig, an audiobook written by Steve Dustcircle and produced by Mark Gun Media. If you're a beginning musician, this is a primer that you'll definitely want to hear. Tips and strategies for setting yourself up for live performances and paid gigs. Before Your First Gig by Steve Dustcircle. Available now on iTunes, Audible.com, and Amazon. Before Your First Gig by Steve Dustcircle. Produced by Mark Gun Media. This episode, cashing in on Trump and the Republican Party, here are the receipts. Well, we're halfway through the Trump administration's first term and a few weeks away from perhaps the most crucial midterm election in a long time. By means of full disclosure, I feel I need to tell you about my political affiliation so I'm not dismissed as some partisan hack. I'm a registered independent who at various stages of my life was a fiscally conservative, socially moderate Republican and a fiscally conservative, socially moderate Democrat. For years, as a media personality, I never publicly supported any given candidate, nor would I allow my voice to be used for any political advertising. That is no longer the case. Over the last few years, I've given my public support to various local politicians and worked on a few campaigns. I've been recruited by members of both parties as a potential candidate and have refused. My disgust with the Republicans and Democrats wouldn't allow me to align with either one. However, I, like many independent voters, find myself in a very strange place on this midterm. While I've never been one to vote strictly along party lines, this year, I may have to. Until Trump, I used to have the luxury of picking the candidates I thought were the most qualified, no matter the party. Given the first two years of 45's presidency, I no longer have a choice— Now, here's what I mean. Donald Trump and his mob, a term they're fond of using to describe Democrats and women protesting the appointment of Brent Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court, seems that sexual assault and acting like a partisan jackass during confirmation hearings is perfectly acceptable as long as you fall in line with the other brainwashed Trumpanzees. Now, the blatant disregard for decency on display by a bunch of angry old white dudes further illustrates the problem the GOP has with women. To many people who already believe the Republican Party has a problem with women, this exercise, this week-long investigation to them will look like it was just designed to give legitimacy to a preordained outcome. And it's, it's what's been said since then. It's Donald Trump making fun of Christine Ford. It's Orrin Hatch telling survivors of sexual assault he will listen to them when they grow up. These out-of-touch, knuckle-dragging mouth breeders continue to drive women away from the party. Anger has been building for two years since Donald Trump was elected. This is not just about the Supreme Court. This is about the broader cultural moment we are living in, and a lot of people feeling like the Republican Party, quite frankly, doesn't care about women. You've been hearing the phrase, elections have consequences quite a bit over the last year. And as Trump has run roughshod over the American people, the Republican Party has been complicit in its cowardice when it comes to keeping him in check. The cowardice of Republicans. None of us in Congress pledge loyalty or service to the president. I want to talk to you about what's happened with the Republican Party. There is no Republican Party. There's a Trump Party. 
The Republican Party is kind of taking a nap somewhere. This is not a royal court. There's a huge fracture in the party between Trump supporters and non-Trump supporters. Our oath is to the Constitution and to the people. They are scared of Donald Trump. The American people, by a fluke, elected an imbecilic former reality TV show host and con man whose only affinity for eating anything were the Adolf Hitler speeches he kept on his nightstand. They are scared of the base of their own party. It's because of this cowardice and the GOP's win-at-all-cost attitude that the Republican Party as we know it no longer exists. Here's the thing. You have die-hard 45 supporters who, even after seeing everything that's happened, that will continue to keep the GOP and Trump in power. They're being played, and either they're too stupid to realize it, or they just don't care. In this episode, I'm going to break down several reasons why I think that on Election Day, November 6th, there shouldn't be a single Republican up for re-election surviving the midterms. Here's what's at stake. In the Congress... There are 35 Senate seats and all 435 House seats up for grabs. Nationally, there are 14 governorships at play. Despite what some will tell you, even though he's not on the ballot, this election is indeed a referendum on Donald Trump. Here are the reasons why I'm voting against every Republican on the ballot. First, you have a so-called president who seems to have never had a relationship with the truth. Let's be real. Donald John Trump is a liar. Donald Trump's presidency can be defined by lies. Well over 2,000 of them so far. What you're seeing and what you're reading is not what's happening. This is a man who built his campaign on lies, starting with the racist birther lie that President Barack Obama was not born in this country, claiming he saw Muslims celebrating on roofs in New Jersey on 9-11. Never happened. Suggesting Ted Cruz's father was somehow involved in the JFK assassination which is just beyond belief. And now as president, Donald Trump is lying more and more and doubling down on his strategy of of trying to discredit anyone who questions his lies. Fact-checking Trump has become a cottage industry because keeping up with all of the lies is a full-time job. And if you add the lies told by his sycophants, like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the job gets that much harder. Second, you have a so-called president who has a well-documented history of racism. Back in 1973... The Trump's family real estate company was sued by the Justice Department for racial discrimination. They settled without admitting wrongdoing, but were required to take steps to prevent discrimination. And that was just the beginning. 1991, in a book, it's called Trumped, by former Trump casino executive John O'Donnell. Donald Trump said, quote, black guys counting my money? I hate it. The only kind of people I want counting my money are short guys that wear yarmulkes every day. Those are the kind of people I want counting my money. No one else. Racism and anti-Semitism all rolled up into one quote. Listen to what Donald Trump told NBC. This was in 1989. A well-educated black has a tremendous advantage over a well-educated white in terms of the job market. And I think sometimes a black may think that they don't really have the advantage or this or that. But in actuality, today, currently, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great, I've said to one occasion, Even about myself, if I were starting off today, I would love to be a well-educated black because I really believe they do have an actual advantage today. Well-educated black. Fast forward to 2011, when Donald Trump embraced the racist birther lie that Barack Obama was not born in this country. I would like to have him show his birth certificate. And can I be honest with you? I hope he can. Because if he can't, 
And if he wasn't born in this country, which is a real possibility, if he doesn't, it's one of the greatest scams in the history of politics. And remember, he asked for the college records, too, on top of that. Finally, in September of 2016, Trump said this. President Barack Obama was born in the United States, period. Yet he reportedly still clings to that birther lie today. And there is so much more, much, much more. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States. I don't know David Duke. I don't believe I've ever met him. I'm pretty sure I didn't meet him. And I just don't know anything about him. You also had people that were very fine people on both sides. Why doesn't President Trump condemn racism? His own words and actions tell you why. He's a racist. Remember the Billy Bush bus debacle? When you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. <laughs> Whatever you want. Grab him by the... Yeah, Trump has a real way with the ladies. For a Republican Party that's already struggling with women, the way Republican lawmakers have voted and acted isn't going to help at all. Now, this is an extension of the GOP's mindset when it comes to women and people of color. So when Republicans were asked, would you support electing more women to the House and Senate? Relatively straightforward question, right? Only 23 percent said yes. Then when they were asked the same question, about minorities, 5%. The Republicans are like so proud of their ignorance. Like, yeah, no, women, nah. Minorities, <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, minorities, that's funny. Can we go back to segregation, please? There are Republicans that trot out the old, we're the party that freed the slaves load of crap on one hand while continuing to make racist statements on the other. Some racist comments may have cost a Republican leader in North Carolina his job. And his words about North Carolina's new voter ID law, I think you could fairly say they're angering a lot of people. If it hurts a bunch of lazy blacks that wants their, the government to give them everything, so be it. They also conveniently forget that they are the party of the Southern strategy, while wondering why the GOP has the racist label. Do you not understand that life in this country is inherently different for white people and black people. A lot of people are trying to make this about black and white and trying to make this about race. This is part of this effort to make it everything about race. Is this a story about race? Do we know that? I think it is playing the race card and I think it's disgraceful. And that happens all the time. Race is there and it is a constant. You're tired of hearing about it? Imagine how exhausting it is living it. Third, how America is dealing with an issue that it really hasn't dealt with completely, which is the rage that many white people feel at what appears to be America changing. We have had millions of people blocked from voting. We have had millions purged from the rolls who had been on the voter rolls. The purging and the voter suppression has been so intense that we have Donald Trump in the White House right now. Why people of color? It's because that after the 2008 election with Barack Obama, Barack Obama brought 15 million new voters to the polls with that incredible ground game. Wow. They were overwhelmingly black, Latino, young, poor. While Trump continues to deny that he's Vladimir Putin's bitch, the GOP continues its long-standing efforts at keeping people of color from voting. Black people will not vote for Republicans is because as long as Republicans are playing the game of voter suppression and they are messing with folks' right to vote, black folks will have none of it. The Republican Party that has moved further and further to the right and has become more and more white and their policies have become more right-wing, they don't have policies that resonate with the growing diversity of America. By the way, before you get to the polls, make sure you check your voting status. Because of the efforts of the Republican Party, you could very well go to the polls on Election Day and be turned away. 
Do a Google search to find your Secretary of State's information. Most will have the information online. Now this is just the tip of the iceberg. I've said it before. In fact, you can go back and look for episode 23 to get a more in-depth analysis that Trump supporters, whether they believe it or not, are also getting screwed over by Trump and the GOP. I'll explain after this. If you're an advertiser, one of the most important things about getting your message out is actually standing out from the rest of the crowd. If you're listening to this program right now, this is where you'd hear your commercial. As an exclusive sponsor of Gunshots Straight from the Hip, your commercial is professionally produced and gets a longer shelf life based on your needs. Gunshots Straight from the Hip is a unique and compelling program unlike anything else in the marketplace. Episodes are available for download on iTunes, TuneIn, and MarkGunMedia.com. And depending on how you tailor your message, the potential for new and repeat customers is that much greater. Best of all, it's extremely cost-effective. If you'd like more information on how you can be a sponsor of this broadcast, call Mark Gun Media Inc. at 502-407-0283. That's 502-407-0283. Or log on to markgunmedia.com. downloads of this and past episodes and information about all the multimedia services we offer log on to our website at www.markgunmedia.com that's markgunmedia.com welcome back to gunshot straight from the hip i'm mark gun in this episode i'm breaking down a list of reasons as to why i think that there shouldn't be a single republican re-elected this november 35 senate seats all 435 house seats and 14 governorships are up for grabs once again, I remind you to make sure you check your voter registration status before you go to the polls. Go to www.headcount.org and you can check from there. That's www.headcount.org. Be sure that all of the information is correct. I also want to remind you that I am a registered independent with no allegiance to either party. Now, before the break, I alluded to the fact that Trump's most ardent supporters were being played by their president and the Republican Party. It's been just over a year, and there are signs that some of them are finally waking up from their Trumpian stupor. While I thought his ideas appealed to me, since he's been in there, he's embarrassed me by his behavior. In my mind, and the way I look at him now, I think he's a monster. I think he's a bigot. I think that he's doing a lot of things to ruin people's lives. The words he uses, the tweeting. I think that he's taking this country in the wrong direction, and it's a terrifying time. can't imagine how they let him build a country club, let alone be in one. I saw believe in Donald Trump six months ago. I had high hopes. I think that he just goes about things in a way that gets everybody's back up. I just don't trust anything he does. He doesn't facilitate working together. I'm a vet, and I'm actually ashamed of my saying he pulls and I'm ashamed to be a vet. He comes out with these grandiose ideas, and there's no follow-through. The Trump administration, you know, had an awful lot of support from rural America. It's a lot of talk. And my expectations was that Trump was going to support all classes of farmers. You know, I just had such hopes that maybe some things would be repaired. And he hasn't made any of those kind of deals for us. The tweets bother me. They may be enlightening some people. It's just getting worse. It's getting rougher. But to me, it's like firing off these tweets. It's just childish a lot of times. One of the signature laws that the GOP managed to con people into supporting was his so-called middle-class tax cut. Here's the real deal. First claims that tax cuts are for everyone. 
Yeah, not exactly. We will cut taxes on all working American families. People will pay a lot less money. Now, many will pay less initially, but an analysis of the bill from the Tax Policy Center found that 7% of us will pay more next year, 2019. Almost 50% of us will pay more in 2027, after many of the middle class tax cuts expire. A New York Times report also found that many in the middle class, including some families, will pay more. On average, the middle class will get an $840 tax break next year. That drops to just $40 by 2027. Another report shows the so-called tax break disappearing altogether. Claim number two, the rich won't get a tax break. We have also said that wealthy Americans are not getting a tax cut. This is a bald-faced lie. The Tax Policy Center predicts that the top 0.1% on average will pay around $62,000 less in 2019. The amount goes up to around $182,000 in 2027. We think there'll be $2 trillion of growth, so we think this tax plan will cut down the deficits by a trillion dollars. We do think these tax cuts will pay for themselves. Claim number three, this won't add to the deficit. Another bald-faced lie. According to the Bipartisan Joint Committee on Taxation, the cost of the tax break will cost around $1 trillion over the next 10 years. Now, that includes any growth the tax cuts would generate. We're bringing the rates down from 35%, which is totally not competitive. The highest industrialized nation in the world, by far, and we're bringing it all the way down to 20%. But that's good. Claim number four. This will cut the corporate tax rate. That's good for everybody in the room, whether you have a company or whether you want a job, because we're going to bring back jobs. This is the only thing about this tax cut that's actually true. Claim number five, it'll help the middle class. Economists are actually divided on the degree to which dropping the corporate tax rates would really help employees by giving them higher wages and more jobs. This is going to cost me a fortune, this thing. Believe me. Belief. This is not good for me. Claim number six, Trump won't benefit. Another lie. At least three components of this law will benefit Trump family businesses. One, lower taxes on business income. Two, a more lenient estate tax. And three, a repeal of the alternative minimum tax in the House of Representatives. Now, in 2005, Trump had to pay an estimated $31 million because of the AMT. Now, this can't be verified because Trump still refuses to show his taxes. And according to real experts... Today, the income tax is a rich man's levy. Of the $1.5 trillion uh, income tax collected in the most recent year, 4%, 6 million out of 150 million taxpayers paid 60%. So if you're going to cut income taxes, you're cutting taxes for the rich. So, He's you saying know. this is a middle class tax. It cut. isn't. It's a lie. These people are total fakes. I've never seen anything that was as uh, content free as substanceless as this nine pager that came out. Have you noticed that the Republicans aren't really talking about the tax cut as much these days? Could it be because we found out how much those cuts would add to the deficit? The Congressional Budget Office forecast next year's deficit to climb to $1.2 trillion. This, of course, comes after the tax cuts signed into law in December. So while the administration shoved another version of trickle-down economics down America's collective throat, Trump got into a pissing match on trade, and the ensuing tariffs became one more thing that screwed over Trump supporters and other working-class folks. Element Electronics plans to all but close, laying off 126 employees 
and maintaining just a skeleton staff. It can't afford to assemble TVs at this site because Donald Trump's tariffs have made imported Chinese components too expensive. We knew the tariffs were in place. We had no idea that Winsboro, South Carolina was going to feel the detrimental impact of that so quickly. Some of the poorest counties in the country were the biggest Trump supporters, and they will turn out to be the biggest victims if the Republicans aren't stopped. This midterm is going to be different from any other I've seen in my lifetime. Now, there's a lot of rage directed at the GOP by angry Democrats and even some Republicans who no longer feel that the party is for them. This is coming from somebody who the very first Democrat I ever voted for in my life was Hillary Clinton in the last presidential election. I've never been a cheerleader for Democrats. Believe me, quite the opposite. The Republican Party deserves what's coming to it, what I hope it gets. And it really deserves to be destroyed because it has sold its soul to somebody who is the most openly racist president we ever had a president who has made the most shocking and unprecedented assault on the rule of law of any president in American history, who has demonized the media, who's attacked the judiciary, who has tried to destroy every check and balance, including up and up into now calling his political opposition treasonous and un-American. I mean, this, this is un-American, but this is what the Republican Party stands for. For months, there's been a lot of talk about a big blue wave. Wave elections against the White House. You want to see a wave? This is what a wave feels like. It could be a blue wave year. This year's midterm elections are all about the wave. Democrats are certainly expected to pick up some seats in 2018. The sitting president's party has gained seats in both houses in just two midterms in the last 150 years. Does that mean the Dems will definitely take the House or the Senate? Not exactly. The Democrats may have the wave, but the Republicans have the wall a substantial majority in the House, and a strong economy. So which one will prevail? Consider three recent midterm waves. In 1994, when Republicans gained 54 House seats. In 2006, when Democrats won 31. And in 2010, when Republicans picked up 63, they tended to share five common themes. A low presidential approval rating, intensity in the opposition party, success in special elections, a lot of retirements in the majority party, and a weak economy. So let's look at 2018. President Trump has the lowest approval rating of any modern president at the end of their first year. So check. Intensity in the opposition party? Check. Big check. Special election success? But we have shown the country the way that we can be unified. Check. A lot of retirements? Check. 35 so far. But what about a weak economy? Well, no. Not only is the economy doing well, despite the recent market turmoil, perhaps even more importantly, people believe the economy is doing well. And that doesn't help the Democratic wave. Even so, by most measures, it looks like Democrats will ride the wave to win back seats in Congress. But will they pick up enough to clear the Republican wall? To take back the House, Democrats need to pick up 24 new seats, in addition to holding on to the ones they already have. They could succeed. At least six GOP-held seats are expected to turn over. 18 are considered a toss-up, and 21 are considered competitive. The GOP wall may be stronger in the Senate. Democrats need to pick up at least two seats while defending 26, while Republicans only need to defend eight. The GOP has another thing to strengthen that wall, gerrymandering. Congressional redistricting in many key places favors Republican incumbents. Will that be enough to hold back the wave? 
Even if the Democrats fail to take back the House or Senate, a wave of victories is likely to wash out some of the Republican power in Washington. Voter enthusiasm is one thing, but actually showing up to the polls is altogether different. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and the Republicans are counting on the fact that their base is fired up over the Kavanaugh hearings, and they think it'll get them to the polls. Democrats, women especially, are excited about the number of female candidates that won in their primaries, and they see this election as a means of fighting back against the sexism of the GOP. An L.A. Times poll found that Democrats have a 28 percentage point lead on Republicans with all likely female voters. And when you look at millennial women who are especially disgusted with Trump and the GOP, the numbers are much worse. Only 23 percent of millennial women identify as Republican. That scarcity of Republican women is reflected in our congressional representation, too. 603 women are running for Congress or state office this year, but just 108 of them are Republicans. That's fewer than 20 percent. And it's not just that women are fleeing the Republican Party and aren't doing anything about it. They are. We've already seen a successful female backlash against a Republican Party with an enormous advantage in the Doug Jones-Roy Moore race. Black women showed the hell up against accused pedophile Roy Moore and were the deciding factor in flipping the Senate seat blue. Women can and will send a powerful message to Republicans. We will not and cannot stand for the treatment that victims like Christine Blasey Ford received by our supposed representatives. But we have to vote. One of the problems Democrats have is a real lack of enthusiasm enthusiasm among young voters. Leadership is too old and out of touch. It's time for Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi to have several seats. Your failure to energize millennials has been one of your biggest weaknesses. Be that as it may, I haven't forgot about the Parkland shooting victims that voiced their outrage over the lack of courage shown by the NRA-owned Congress. If 20 first graders getting mowed down um, doesn't change things, why, why will anything change? But the student activism here does feel different. We've not had this before after one of these shootings. These students aren't just mourning, they're angry. They grew up in a generation of knowing how to build communities quickly. Their anger and their protestations here, I think, have gone viral fast. I, I think this is a potentially a formidable new group of political activists here that could at least change the conversation. A lot of those kids turned 18 this year, and believe me, they can't wait for November 6th. What if our politicians weren't the bitch of the NRA? It doesn't make sense that I have to wait till I'm 21 to get a handgun, but I can get this weapon at 18. I don't know. We didn't address it in this president. But I think you know we... why? Because you're afraid of the NRA, right? <laughs> what if we all voted and said this is not okay? It was an incredibly exciting election night in a district. There never should have been a question that the Republicans should have won. They're sending a Democrat from the heart of Trump country. Voters are sending a message. And if the president isn't hearing it, a whole lot of other people are. What if we stood up as Americans and fought for our freedom and our children's lives? Everybody is saying politicians who are corrupt, politicians who are accepting money from these organizations, you can't run from us. We are the people who voted you in and we are the people who will vote you out. Bottom line is this. We are witnessing one of the most corrupt administrations led by the most inept and corrupt president to ever stink up the Oval Office. Like I said before, as much as I dislike the Democratic Party for their fecklessness, I dislike the cowards of the GOP even more. This is a party who endorsed a racist, sexist, xenophobic, pathological liar who continues to disgrace the country and the office of the presidency. Because of that and so much more, this independent is voting a straight Democratic ticket.
However, I am putting the Democrats on notice. Your relationship with the black community continues to be a one-sided affair, and the Congressional Black Caucus shares some of the blame. I, for one, will be holding you accountable, but that's for another podcast. Meanwhile, let this election be the beginning of the end for 45. Donald John Trump should not be allowed to even complete his first term in office. You and I are the ones that can begin to remove his stench from the White House by taking out the rest of the Republican trash. You know what you've got to do. This November 6th, decide what kind of country you want to be. Get to the polls and vote. Do you really have a choice? You've been listening to Gunshots Straight from the Hip. The views expressed are those of the host and guests and not reflective of any business entity or anyone associated with this broadcast. If you have any comments or want more information on how to be a sponsor, log on to our website at markgunmedia.com or call us at 502-407-0283. That's 502-407-0283. Thank you for listening. Mark Gun Media. No hype, no hoopla. Just damn good work.